I've went to church about all my life. My mom and dad always went to church. And so I've been around it. And ever since I was a little boy, there was usually somebody in the congregation, sometimes several con people in the congregation, that done a lot of complaining. And I always vowed that I would never be like that. And, you know, I started to say, I don't think we have anybody here like that now, but I may be that fellow. Luke's lesson that he done here a week ago or so about the Israelites murmuring, that has struck me, and I have thought about that about every day. So I just had to say something about it tonight. When they complained against Moses, who were they complaining against? It's God, wasn't it? I think about when Samuel was trying to tell the people that they didn't want a king. They didn't need a king. They had God. And they kept wanting a king. And, and God told Samuel, they, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. They were rejecting God. When I complain about my lot in life, and you know, basically that's what I'm doing when I complain about work, if I complain about traffic, if I complain about taxes, if I complain about the governor, or I complain about the president, who's really in charge? How are those people in charge? Are they doing it in spite of God? Or is God really in charge? I think about what Paul said about contentment. He said, I've learned to be content with little. And then he said, I've learned to be content with much. And I, that has always caught me. I thought, how do you have to learn to be content with having a lot? But that fits me, and I think it probably fits every one of you all too. It almost begs the question, has God done enough for you? You know, when Paul asked for his grievance that he had to be taken away from him, God told him his grace was good enough. God's done enough. And the bad thing about that murmuring, it's one of the worst things, the complaining. And when you murmur or complain, you're actually blaming somebody about that, kind of. But one of the worst things about it is it's contagious. I think misery loves company, evidently. Years ago, I was over some guys that's working in this one department. And they had a complainer in. His name was Kelly. And all at once, that, that department, those guys that worked in there, were just, they were always in an uproar. They, they were always upset about something. And finally, one of the guys that worked there, a little fellow named Lloyd, a middle-aged guy, kind of quiet, meek fellow, he just blowed up and done one of these, I'm mad and I'm not going to take any more and I quit. Well, about a week later, he come back and said, can I have my job back? I mean, he was losing his health insurance. He was losing all this stuff. It, he couldn't find a job that was better. But he had listened to complaining, and they'd all complained. To where he had actually convinced himself from the influence he was receiving that things was just terrible, and he wasn't going to take it anymore. Well, I think we have to be careful. I mean, <laughs> I feel a little ashamed sometimes when I think about how much complaining I do, and to other people, have I influenced them? As Christians, whether we have a little in this life, like Paul was talking about, or a lot, 
we need to be really, really thankful. Really thankful. Because as a Christian, we've got what everybody needs and what everybody should want and the best thing that there ever was. You know, we read a passage here not long ago, I think it was Sunday, about what would you give in exchange for your soul. If you had everything in the world, what would you give for that? Well, you'd give it all. We need to be thankful for what God's done, done for us. And we need to try to remember that. If you haven't obeyed, and you're not one of his children, you may not be murmuring about anything, but you ain't got anything. I don't care if you're worth $50 million. You haven't got anything. Because you're not going to, as we were talking in our lesson tonight, Pharaoh had all those riches, and they buried them with him. Didn't do him any good. They just as well wrote him a check for it and kept it, put it in there with him. Uh, it didn't do me good. If you haven't obeyed, you don't have a chance for that heavenly home. You need to, to take that chance before it's too late for your, for your soul. And we all need to remember how lucky as Christians, as God's children, that we are, that we get this opportunity. I'm going to try not to murmur so much. Uh, complain about things because I need to feel how I need to realize how lucky I am that I had a God that showed the grace to me that I could could obey him and be one of his children so if you're not one of his children here's you an opportunity if you are remember how lucky you are and how proud you are and if you've done anything that that you think that you need prayers for please come forward as we stand and as we sing